Before we start this week's episode of Just Saying, we'd like to introduce you to our Riveter. What began as two military spouses armed with a big idea, a sewing machine, and a canvas has grown into a bold movement that provides portable careers to military spouses. To learn more and shop these handcrafted bags, please visit ourriveter.com. Use code BRIEF at checkout for 15% off all signature collection items. Welcome to the podcast, Just Saying. My name is Joe McCormick. Today, we are going to break bad teaching part two and talk about the role of the instructor. If you're new to the podcast, super happy that you're here. Welcome. And if you've been here before, keep on spreading the word. Super happy that you're back. And we are talking about the role of clear and concise communication. And guess what? Instructors, teachers are communicators. And a lot of them aren't very good. So we were asked to, um, you know, teach people how to communicate clearly and concisely. And certainly we touch on instruction and teachers. We talk to a lot of different types of people, business managers, CEOs, military leaders, you name it. A whole cross cut of society we teach at the Brief Lab. And one subset is um, teachers, our teachers. So... Kind of recapping our in our last podcast, um, part one of Breaking Bad Teaching, we talked about the role of better course design. And the reason I did that was simple because it's always an experience and you have to wonder, is it designed to be a positive one or a painful one? And it's in that design that you have to really fix your attention. And I also told you that we, after doing this for 10 years, um, have been asked by many organizations to teach their instructors to teach the way we teach at the Brief Lab. So we coined this term, I coined this term called BELT, the Brief Experiential Learning Technique, and we have a course on that. So if you go to thebrieflab.com slash BELT, you'll find more information about how we certify instructors in our method of teaching, which is it's got to be brief and it's got to be experiential learning. And it's a technique, the combination of clear and concise plus experiential learning is a technique, and you can teach that technique to have it really flow and be fun and super engaging. And it's not done by accident. It's done by design. So that's what we talked about last time. But today we're going to talk about the role of the instructor. And, you know, some instructors think it's all about them and they're the most important thing, and actually they're not. They're, they're facilitating the experience. So the question I want you to ask yourself is, are you facilitating the experience or are you frustrating it? Because a facilitator, by definition, is to make something easier. Right? So if your if facilitative learning is, is you're making it easier for the participant to learn. right? And uh, the lecture-based is you're not making it easier, you make it harder. right? Um, are you getting in the way or are you getting out of the way? So this is the role of the instructor and how, that, how important it is. If you think about your favorite teachers, the best instructors you've ever had, they share a lot of common characteristics and you start to get it. And that common characteristic is not the one that you think. A lot of people think when they go into instruction, it's how knowledgeable they are. And that's, that's not true. Because knowledge is more accessible than ever. You can find it. You can Google it. You can research it. You can obviously have it, acquired it. But it's not being the most knowledgeable. Because if that were the case, the, the smartest PhDs in colleges would be the best instructors. And we've all been there. And they're not. They bore you to tears. So we're going to get at the core of like what is the role of the instructor in breaking bad teaching. 
And I'm going to go back to my brother, Johnny, who passed away more than five years ago. And he was the first instructor that I brought on board at the brief lab in the early days. It was 2012. And he and I taught together and he was a great teacher. And when I look back at him and how he taught, his students loved him. And it wasn't because he was the smartest guy in the room. So certainly we have to look at things that all instructors have to have characteristics and you know, you've got to be knowledgeable. Obviously, I would not have asked him to teach what we taught if he didn't know anything about communicating. He was a great communicator, and he was a very clear communicator and easy to follow. And he, so he was knowledgeable. He had a lot of experience. He was a sales trainer. He worked in, in, in a lot of different jobs, and but he had acquired a lot of experience communicating. So he had knowledge, certainly. But he couldn't have written 17 novel, uh, books and, and uh, white papers on, on communication. He just acquired that knowledge. But... Um, what made him a good teacher wasn't the fact that he was really knowledgeable. Um, yeah, it was being prepared. He, he, he was pretty prepared. He wasn't like super, super like buttoned up. I mean, he would sometimes forget, you know, to bring pen, a pen or something. But I mean, so he was pretty prepared. Um, he was a good communicator. He was clear and concise. He was a great storyteller. He'd always give you good examples, easy to follow. But when I think about my brother... And what was interesting is after he passed away, a lot of the students that he taught really loved him and remembered him. And it wasn't because he was the smartest guy. It was because he had these characteristics. Brother Johnny had these characteristics that all great teachers have. And, and that's what I'm going to talk about today. Are you facilitating the experience or are you frustrating it? Well, he facilitated it. He made it easier for people to learn the things that they needed to learn in a finite amount of time. Going back to the first episode, we had an agenda we designed and he adhered to it, but he gave this, this exponential factor to um, dimension to teaching that made it always an experience. And here kind of just getting down to like brass tacks are some of the things that he did that really made him remarkable as an instructor. And one of the reasons why we're teaching belt is that you can teach these things. To instructors, all right? You can you can look at an instructor and you can have all the experiential learning designed and have a whole course and all the pieces are there. But then the instructor, you introduce the instructor and you're like, that's just the wrong person. It's not. It's not. It's not going to work. It's not going to work nearly as well for the participant. And what are those things that my brother and all the great instructors that I've seen have in common? The first is authenticity. They're real people. You know, you, you, when, you're, when you're with them in, in the classroom or online, you really get to know them. They, they don't, they're not trying to put on a, a facade or they're not trying to appear something different. They are who they are. And they bring themselves, they give themselves the permission to be themselves. In front. They're not trying to impress. So a person who's being authentic and real um, if they forgot something, we'll just own it. Yeah, I forgot to do that in the last exercise. Or they'll um, they'll stop along the way and share things about themselves. They'll 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 there there'll be some vulnerability there. Um, you'll they'll be in a conversation where you're hearing the sound of their voice as they sound to their closest friends, even though you've never met them before. In a few minutes, you feel like you've known them forever because they're authentic. They're real people. My brother was real. He wasn't trying to impress anybody. 
Okay, so that authenticity that people don't know what that means and they try to be the teacher and they get that stuck in their head like I'm the teacher. It's like nobody cares that you're the teacher. So, you know, like you're, 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 it's all about you and you're trying to like impress people how brilliant and smart you are. It's like all that does is turn people off. So he shared that first into characteristics of being authentic, being real. The second thing is just he was interested. He was selfless. I mean, think about, you know, at the breaks, when, when you're in a course, does the instructor just sort of disappear? Is he or she available? To the, are they interested in you? Do they want to know, you know, you know, where are you at and how are you doing? And are they selfless or are they thinking about themselves? You know, if you think about the, the worst teachers, they're standing behind a podium and they're just thinking about themselves the whole time about how important they are, how knowledgeable they are. It's, you talk about turning it off, turning people off. I mean, this, this selflessness, this humility of, of just being interested in another person. You've got a room full of 20 people. The question is, is how interested are you in those 20 people? In, in, in their, in their, this is their moment to learn this thing how to communicate or how to tie their shoes or how to drive a car or how to jump out of a plane or they're getting ready to, you know, to get certified as an accountant, whatever. How interested are in, are you in them at that moment? My brother was incredibly interested in people. It was very humbling for me to teach the same course and have him be more interested in people than I was. And it was, a, it was a challenge to me to, to, to up my game. Always. He was, he would learn more about his students than I would. Because he was more interested. People love that. They always do. So the second thing is, how interested and selfless are you? And the third thing is, love having fun. being Enjoying yourself. Like really, like having a blast doing it. The best teachers, you would never know them on a bad day. You, could, you wouldn't tell. They just give themselves over. Think of it like um, when you're watching a person play music and they're just giving themselves in over to the music and the song. They're just completely present to it. They're not even performing. They're just enjoying themselves. That's what my brother did. It was he was completely fun loving and enjoying himself with the students every day. He would he wasn't heavy. He wasn't now. Of course, the subject matter was serious, but he wasn't being heavy or burdensome or uh, a dud. You know, get out of your own way and, and have, have some fun with your students. We would show videos that were funny that made people would laugh. You know, how much laughter is there in the classroom? Are people having fun? Um, think of it like you're having people over your house. I mean, are, are, is anybody smiling? Is the teacher smiling? Like, is, you know, are, are we here? Is this, is this a, you know, a wedding or a funeral? Um, and for him, it was always, it was always this moment of enjoyment because this was the moment of, Talking about this thing was incredibly important and inc important to you, important to him, and just completely enjoying himself. So those are some really essential elements when I think about the role of a great instructor. Yeah, you have to be knowledgeable. Yes, you've got to be prepared. Yes, you've got to be a good communicator and good at giving structures. There's this whole technical layer of instruction. But what really makes an instructor amazing is being authentic, a real person. You get to know them. The person's interest, more interested in you than themselves. And they really enjoy themselves. And you have the permission as an instructor to do that. You have to give yourself that permission, though. Of course, the table stakes of being prepared and knowledgeable are all, nobody's going to argue that. 
But that's not what makes people great instructors. And that's what we're talking about in Belt is this brief experiential learning technique is what makes it exponentially better is the role of the instructor. Don't be a jerk. It's not about you. Stop making it about you. If you have instructors that do that, tell them to stop. It's not appealing. It's not attractive. It's not human. It's inhumane to sit there and lecture a person for days on days on end and to, to ridicule them is not humane. What, what is humane is being a real person who is not perfect, being a real person that is, is really choosing to be interested in, in the students first. It's not, not making it about you, be, being selfless. And a person who's just enjoying themselves, even if they're having a bad day. Because again, it's not, it's not. So you break bad teaching. I'm just going to go back to the role of the instructor. How do you break bad teaching? Well, going back to the first part of the, of this, um, the first episode was you got to design the, the course to be better, to be an experiential learning um, moment, practical, relevant. And then you have to think about the instructor in the mindset of the instructor in developing instructors that are real people. Okay. And you break bad teaching by always making it about the student. By always making it about the participant and never, ever, ever making it about you. Just saying.